1: One, they know if you got receipts because they can see you screenshotted it. And then two, the message disappear after you open it. Even if you had the little thing on where the messages never disappear, after twenty four hours they disappear. I did that. I checked.
0: That's a very valid point.
1: It's stupid. Just fucking text me like a normal ass human being. Like I don't want it I I'm not gonna look at your half ass face pictures of you talking to me through Snapchat of like you just sitting on your bed like deuces up like just your eyes and your forehead and your like nasty ass wall with one singular band poster on it and your like hand weights in the corner like bitch i don't fucking care wash your damn sheets and text me like a normal fucking human being that's all i gotta say hey
0: there gals hey there gals And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome back. So Emily just
1: graduated. How does it feel? Weird. Yeah. (laughs) It is now Emily Elise Burton, MFA. Ooh. I know. I love having the letters behind my name. Exactly right. (laughs) It's been interesting. Uh, It's been rather eventful. If you don't follow me on TikTok. You may not know I got dumped the same week as my graduation. Basically, just any advice I gave in the dating during quarantine episode last week, just completely just like ignore everything that I said. Um, Because clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about half the time.
0: No, you still have good advice. You still have good advice.
1: I was just like, cool. I just, I just posted an episode talking about this. And Gave you like a nickname and everything. Cool. Love that for me. We're just, we're just not going to date anymore until I get to California. I think that's just going to be the words that I live by from now on. Putting everything on pause until then because <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> and i'm think, exhausted I think, yeah i
0: think taking a taking a break might like let you focus on moving and finding a place yeah. and like doing all of the things that you need to do in order to get yourself out to la and then you have a bigger pool
1: of men to choose from exactly and <laughs> I, I i don't want to say anything like you probably won't ever hear me say anything bad about this dude because like generally like it was like a very like mature ish breakup i guess and we have agreed to stay friends i've never been friends with an ex. if you listen back to the friends episode that we did i think i talked about that i'm only friends with one ex and that wasn't until like years later after we dated Mm -hmm. so i don't know how this is gonna go you probably won't see any more hilarious tiktoks about it i want to be petty but no generally he is a good person and um he is a good friend and we are going to try and be professional you can do it I believe in you I'm just mainly focused on trying to create like a short film right now and yeah yeah. I remember you telling me about this this is exciting yeah I literally (laughs) came up with the idea the day I got dumped Uh, (laughs) you know what they say about heartbreak man it's a great inspiration (laughs) productivity (laughs) and I was trying to think of like a, a film that I could do that didn't require a huge crew Or a huge cast, it literally was like an idea that only requires one actress, and she would be playing multiple different parts. So we're gonna see how it goes, and it wouldn't be like probably be like five to ten minutes, so nothing like this too huge. I mean, I came up with like two or like three ish, maybe like. Firstly, originally started with the one that mainly focused on a girl, and then there were so many other male actors that i still wanted to work with that's my thing i'm so much driven by like actors hence why i dated an actor (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like i loved the idea of working with this one female actress that i'm friends with all these other male actors i started like who really wanted to work with me came to mind and that's where the ideas just started coming from so it's something that can be done with a very small cast if i was to do like two or three so we shall see uh, yeah of course, that's exciting of course the gal scouts will get um a first look at it and everything like that and the facebook group if you're a member of our facebook community uh we can always share updates hannah probably yes whenever she out back in the studio <laughs> <laughs>
0: well i was about to say i um i texted with my producer like two days ago and i was like he had posted something on instagram and was like Please help feed me, and it was like (laughs) like a link to his like songs on Spotify and like just to stream them and stuff. And so I texted him and I was like, "Hey, like maybe we can get back in the studio soon." And he was like, "Yes." And so hopefully I'll be able to um, finish up my EP this summer. That's kind of my goal for this summer.
1: So yeah. But speaking of film, today we are dissecting one of my personally favorite films that I grew up watching. I really wanted to use my new master's degree to, to, to dissect, look at you to dissect a film, but really we're talking about the rules that are implemented within this film, and that is he's just not that into you. If you grew up in the early 2000s. I'm sure you probably remember this film. It originally was a book that was released back in 2005 and it's supposed to be like this no bullshit truth to how guys operate and the book's thesis is simple. When a guy is into you he will make sure that you know how he feels and granted this is a very very heterosexual oriented book we we tried to adapt as much as we possibly could like that really any sexuality could like really implement these rules but i mean it definitely is very much geared towards men and women for sure just want to put that out there (laughs) like the guy who wrote it he used to be like a consultant on sex in the city and then he like was giving out all this advice all the time to women and he decided to write a book based off all the advice that he was giving out um so That is what we're going to be talking about today, but within the film and the book, there are a couple of commandments that are talked about, and that's what we're going to mention.
0: If a man likes you, he will ask you out. Call you or text you back. Be single or won't give anyone the impression he's available. Put a label on it. Put a ring on it. If that's what you want. (laughs) Want to have sex with you. Want to see you all sober.
1: Not cheat on you.
0: Not break up with you. Not ghost you. Not be mean, nasty, or
1: all-around abusive. Seems pretty standard. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think us women spend so much time trying to understand and wrap our heads around what went wrong and what we could have done differently. But it all circles back to the fact that maybe he's just not that into you. He's into you. He's just not that into you
0: the book and films premise is also true when a woman is into another man or any other sexual preferences it's universal one thing we want to make crystal clear here is you are allowed to want to be more than just casually dating someone to want them to love and respect you and reciprocate that you can argue that your love interest is just scared of intimacy or had a rough childhood or is just bad at texting or whatever else renders them exceptional, but the fact remains people who are into you show you undeniably. If you are confused he's not into you.
1: And I think one thing that I personally have realized as I've gotten older with dating, like I used to kind of like wonder like what the signs were and everything like when I was younger and that was because <laughs> The guys were not into me. <laughs> but as, like, I got older, as, like, I graduated from undergrad and you know, even in grad school, but, like, in the adult world, um, after I got out of that undergrad college mindset, I noticed more guys pursuing me. Maybe it's because I had a glow up. I don't know. Or I just had more confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... I was able to tell the signs more so like if a guy just initially like going off body language i always recommend for sure because like if a guy's like trying to scoot closer to you like when you're on a couch or like leans in to talk to you like whispers or like talks in a much lower or slower voice if he like finds a reason like to touch you if he like makes eye contact with you because just like has more open body language with it. Those are like the first signs that I will say that a guy's into. If he's not doing any of that and he's acting more closed off and there's, he's creating that distance between you physically, then those are definitely signs that he is not into you. And I wanted to make that like perfectly clear before we got into like what the film is. And mm-hmm. we've both recently rewatched this film. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it dated? <laughs>
0: As I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, I, cause I watched it when I was younger yeah. and then I was like, oh yeah, I remember it. And then I was like, I definitely don't remember this. So then I put it on and I was like, oh my gosh, I like vaguely am like starting to remember things as they happen. And I was just like, they talk about voicemails, voicemails, MySpace. my, <gasps> oh my gosh. emailing, mm. emailing, Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. I email, but, like, not as, like, my of communication to the person I'm talking to. Yeah,
0: emailing instead of texting. I was just like, oh, my goodness. Mm -mm. Okay.
1: But I think, like, a lot of the rules that are talked about, like, within this film, like, quote-unquote rules, are still true to this day. I don't think men have really grown up since then. And I think that... There's some things that I do disagree with, like as far as like it being more misogynistic, like women can pursue and like, you should wait like three days for a man to call back. It's like, why can't a girl like say do this stuff and everything? Why right, can't a woman right. pursue the guy? I had definitely been that girl where I have mm-hmm. um, made the first move and pursued a guy and it was totally fine. There, So there are moments like that, that I want like our listeners to like think about, like it, this is a very dated film that we are analyzing today. Like I said, while there are some serious truths within this film, I think that we should all listen to. I want to point out that it does fuck us up by making women think that if you wait around long enough, the man will fall for you eventually, which I do not believe is true. And I I, I don't think that's either the, the author's uh, intentions either. I did a little bit of research on him, the guy who wrote the book that the film's based off of. He did not like the ending that the film gave, but like it had to be like that classic Hollywood ending, like the rom-com right, kind of whole yeah. deal, which... I mean, it's implemented in so many other rom-coms, too, that the guy and the girl eventually end up. I mean, like, with Harry Met Sally, it's one of my favorite films, and it's about, like, can women, men and women be friends? And, like, they try to be friends, and then they end up together in the end. Spoiler alert if you've never (laughs) seen When Harry Met Sally. But I think that the idea that you should, like, he will eventually fall in love with you if you just stick around, like, nah, fam. Like, that's not the case, and you shouldn't. Feel like you have to wait around, and I don't think that the film intentionally wants you to feel that way because they keep saying like you're the rule, you're the rule, and we're going to get into what that means. But right. I, I I hated that part of the film that they did like Gigi and um wh- whatever Justin Long's character's name yeah. is I don't remember in, his name. In fact, but they yeah. end up together in the end. Like they just annoyed me because I was like. Like no, well, like you've been saying this whole time. you tra- preaching and preaching and preaching, and then <laughs> that's yeah. not what's going to happen, and then it happens. But I mean, from a Hollywood formulaic standpoint, I also get it. It was the early two right. thousands. Every film ended like that in the early two thousands. It's just so now. True. It's nowadays that we're accepting that alternative ending. I think to film and TV, and that's what your girl over here writes about. <laughs> Mm -hmm. is that alternative ending that you get.
0: All right. So rule number one, stop believing that if he's mean to you, that means he likes you. So the film starts off talking about the things that so many girls are told at a young age. And I think we were all told this as a young age. If a boy is mean to you, that means that he likes you. I remember countless times where, you know, teachers would say that with kids that are Mm -hmm. like chasing you on the playground or a kid's like teasing you. And so they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, he just likes you. He just likes you. But It doesn't mean that. Yeah. That just means that either his parents didn't teach him to be nice to people or he's just being a mean child. And I think we need to stop sugarcoating this and, and stop doing that just to spare our friends' feelings. Because I think that we would all rather hear our best friends tell us the truth, even if it's hard to hear, than some random guy named Kyle
1: that we meet at the bar, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I think there's, I don't know why so many women do that when it's like, so like he's never gonna ask me out. It's like no, 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 no. He's gonna ask you out. Like it's just, yeah, it's just like just not know, me. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's fine. It's, You're you're good. You're good. Like you're solid. You're you're solid gold. And it's just like no. Like I definitely think that I have my go to friends you know, if I need to hear that. And I'm the kind of person where it's like I get like mad, but it's like no. Like deep down, like I know you're being like honest and you're being truthful. And but at the same time like I'd rather my best friend tell me that. And sometimes you're not always going to believe it if your best friend tells you that either. Like it, you're going to have to hear it from the guy in order yeah. to believe it, which sucks. But I know how you feel. So rule number two. This is one that I like stand by like 100%. I've seen it tried and true. If a guy is treating you like he doesn't give a shit, he genuinely doesn't give a shit. No exceptions. This is said like by Justin Lawn's character within the film. And I think that it's the golden rule. We say it all the time on the podcast because if he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would if a guy wants to be with a girl he will make it happen so justin long's character tells us to jennifer goodwin's character at they're like sitting at the bar after she does like this casual drive-by to see if the guy she is seeing is working at this bar which for one cringe just utter cringe it's disgusting like do not do that if i catch any of you girls any of you gal scouts doing that i may have done it in my past but if i can't just gonna say i feel like we've all done this (laughs) there was this guy that i thought was so hot that worked at this coffee shop and i drove by the coffee shop because i asked him out on new year's eve and he didn't reply to my text and i was like oh, maybe he's working and i drove by the coffee shop and saw he was working and then he texted me no (laughs) so like don't do it don't do it one you look pathetic but like Here's the thing, and this is what I was talking about, like ever since I graduated from undergrad, every guy I have dated, like the doctor, the actor, I'm going to put the 30 year old musician in there because we kind of met on Hinge and he messaged me first on Hinge and he asked me out, Um, the (laughs) rebound, all of them. All of them pursued me and asked me out within a, a, a the doctor was the same night, like <laughs> met him at a bar. He was like, hey, you seem awesome. Let's go out. Let's date. And the, same with the rebound, the musician, the actor. The actor took a little took a month to build the confidence to ask me out. Yeah. But like the minute he texted me out of the blue, I was like, OK, this, this boy likes me. Like, I just know. And I think when you like know like, when a guy is into you. It's just, maybe it's just me, but, like, I instinctively can tell now. It's true. Like, I've never had to guess if any of the guys I've been interested in like me because I, they pursue me hard and they don't really give up uh, no matter how hard I try to push them away sometimes. But, like, if a guy wants to date you, he will make it happen. I think you really can see that with your ex um, and not that you guys are together. Because he pursued you for so long to try and get Mm -hmm. you out. So, I think that's one thing that if you are questioning whether or not he is into you, I'll just go ahead and do to rule number three. If he's vague with his intentions, then he's not into you. A man will be upfront. A boy will make you confused. It's simple as that. I think that if you were, get, if you feel like you're getting mixed signals, it's because he's not into you. If a man will make it very clear up front what his intentions are, if he's into you, if he wants to date you, I have realized that now going into these things, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to, like, pressure to ask, like, if there's a relationship out of this or anything like that. Or, like, if he wants to put a label on it. If a guy wants to be with me, I don't really think he's going to want to let other men get the impression that I'm available. Exactly. Point yeah. Point blank. And I, I'm preaching to the choir here. Like, this is stuff that I'm, like, trying to accept and learn myself. But it's it's taken me a year to realize these things but like if a guy's telling you like oh like i don't know if i like wanted to commitment or whatever like we talked we did the whole episode on commitment and if why a guy mm. will not commit to you if you're questioning whether or not he's talking to other girls one probably is second he's not into you i was gonna say especially right now yeah <laughs> Else, who else is he gonna talk to? Like, who else he got? He ain't got no his friends. Mama. <laughs> you think his <laughs> oh bros are hitting him up during quarantine? Hell no. No. Hell no. No. They all hitting up bitches. It's fine.
0: All right, rule four the spark is bullshit. First off, like Emily said earlier, body language will tell you everything if a man is into you. He'll, he's gonna find a reason to get close to you. He's gonna lean in. He's gonna touch you. He's gonna look in your eyes. He's gonna slow his speech. His voice is gonna get lower. If he's distant at all, do not mistake that for a spark or hard to get. I have done this in college. It's awkward. Very awkward. (laughs) Because then you're like, oh my God, I like you. And they're like, I don't like you. And you're like, awesome, cool, awesome, awesome. love that. I literally (laughs) made up the spark in my head. I definitely (laughs) made it up. It's fine. So, So the spark is an excuse for men to treat women like shit. We all love drama but we don't love it in our relationships. And the minute you feel a man pull away, run. In the book, it states that men love a chase, especially if it's long. And I personally hate this idea, and I'm sure Emily does too. We can do that at the start, but two months in, I'm done pretending that I'm not interested. You caught me. We need to put a label on this.
1: Yeah, that was something that I definitely realized. Like, I mean, two months in, you got to know if you like me or not absolutely like especially in quarantine like i know
0: i pretty much know like one weekend <laughs>
1: yeah like women that's the thing like women like we don't need time
0: like yeah, i'm emotionally
1: like, damaged and i don't need time to figure out if i like you or not
0: well, it, like here's the thing like after the first date you kind of can tell whether or not something is going to come of it whether or yeah. not you feel like there's enough of a connection to kind of continue and see where this goes or you're kind of like eh that's enough. Like it was nice to meet this person. This is a really great guy. Just not for me kind of thing. Yeah. Like I feel like women's intuition with where it's going to go is a little bit sooner than a men men's intuition about those kind of things.
1: For sure. Especially like after the first date. I don't really know how to do that via quarantine. I guess like after the first phone call maybe. Yeah. I would hate to do that. I'm sorry. I would hate for like our first date to be a phone call. Ew. No. Yeah,
0: I agree. <laughs> Honestly, even though we like just talked about dating in quarantine, <laughs> like I personally don't think I could do it. Like, no, not a just first just date. having a phone call. Yeah, yeah, if it was like the second or third, then maybe we'll,
1: we'll, we'll have a first date after quarantine. I'm gonna keep talking about other hoes until then. But
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna play the field a little bit here,
1: and then we'll just narrow, run the bases, and then we'll we'll pick the top five to do hometowns and do on the single dates um, afterwards. <laughs> but, like... You should have a spinoff of The Bachelorette. I'm just saying. My quarantine Bachelorette? I, I mean, I did re-download Hinge today. So, you
0: know. <laughs> I I'm logged on The Hinge and I,
1: I deleted Hinge when I first started talking to the actor. I'm not going to lie. I'm gonna, We're going to divert for two seconds. I deleted Hinge when I first started talking to the actor. So, that was around start of March. I just re-downloaded Hinge on May 10th. I had 47 people in my DMs. Holy cow. I... I definitely think that after the first date, like, if first time I of hanging out, whatever it may be, I'm going to know if I'm into you. But, like, with the doctor and the actor, after the first time we hung out, I immediately knew I wanted to see them again because I enjoyed being with them. I enjoyed their company. I loved talking to them. And both those dates were two dates where we did not stop talking and I didn't feel like I was driving the conversation. The minute I feel like I'm driving the conversation, I can tell that the dude's probably not that into me and... I, vice versa, I'm not into him. I'm not into you if you don't like me. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, I only like people who like me. (laughs) As
0: you should. And I feel like, especially like on your comment on the um, conversation aspect, like if only one of you is driving the conversation, then how is it even a good conversation? I feel like the whole purpose of a conversation is for it to be interactive and for you to take turns and Mm -hmm. for you both to be engaged at the same like level. And so like... And that's something that, like, as a speech therapist, I, like, teach people how to have, like, those social interactions. Mm -hmm. And so that's, like, a really, really key point, I think, to kind of, like, take note on your first date is to kind of see, like, are you driving it? Is he driving it? Are you both equally involved in that um, interaction? And I think that can tell you a lot about somebody and whether or not your interactions after that are going to be... Like quality and mm-hmm. be something that you really are gonna like enjoy and look forward to mm-hmm. and like gain things from. Yeah, because I feel like there's so much to gain from like dating and being with another person. And so if you're not like at an equal level of interest in the conversation, then like, what's the point? Yeah, you know.
1: And like going off the conversation of body language. With the doctor and the actor, I noticed similarities. I don't. I never to really try to compare my exes because I try yeah. to go into it very blank slate. And it took me years to get to that point. I used to really compare a lot of guys to the guy I was in love with in college because I was like, well, if they can't make me feel like he did, then they're not worth it. But like, after dating a plethora of people, because I didn't date a lot of people back then, after dating so right. many people now, yeah. I have realized that I can't do that. And compartmentalizing relationships in a way. But, like, in a healthy way, not a distant way. you have to give people, like, their fair shot, I guess. Yeah. But in both of those scenarios, on our first date, we... So, with the doctor, it was at a bar. With the actor, it was at his place because all the bars were closed. (laughs) Fun. Otherwise, we would have gone out to a bar because that was our intentions. And then they were, like, shut down. So, but in both those scenarios, we started out, like... I with the with the doctor, we, I started out in my seat. He was in his seat. We were sitting at a bar. Uh, and with the actor, I was on one end of the couch. He was on the other end of the couch. And slowly as the night went on, like, he would lean to get his drink and, like, scoot. Like, the actor, like, he would lean to get his drink and then scoot closer. And, like, then put his arm on the back of the couch. And then, like, I remember he would make certain comments. And the doctor did this, too. Whenever he was, like, making a certain comment that was, like, slick or like cheeky he would like lean in closer and like lean like closer to my ear lower his voice things like that it's like those cues those are cues that you know I think that you're vibing he's into you and like with the freaking doctor we were on top of each other by the end of that date like we were like our hands were like intertwined and like just like completely wrapped in each other and I'm not usually that kind of person at all. I bet the bartender was like, oh my god. <laughs> she was like, she was like, I swear to god, if y'all don't date after this, I'm gonna like kill myself. <laughs> she, she literally, she was just like, like, he went up to the bathroom and she asked me, she was like, Is this y'all's first date? And I was like, Yeah, she's like, if you don't ask you out for a second date after this one, I'm gonna be hella disappointed. <laughs> I was like, Exactly. I was, I loved her. She was like my favorite person ever. I was like, can I bring all my dates here when you're working? Like, that's what I want to do from now on.
0: (laughs) Like, let's just swap numbers and make sure you're like bartending. Exactly.
1: Like I need your approval on every relationship from now on. But like with the actor, like, you know, we like the conversation was just so energized and that's what I've noticed that I'm attracted to. And if I don't get that energy on my first date, then I know that's the spark to me. That energy, that reciprocated energy, that's a spark to me. This waiting around like, oh, my God, like, is he going to call me? Is he going to text me? Like, I don't put up with that bullshit. The minute I see you getting distant, I call you out on it. Like I will and I'm not afraid to call you out on it anymore. I used to be terrified and Hannah can attest to this. Cause she's seen I know. It.
0: She'd be like, Should I should I do it? I'm like, Yes, do it. I'm such an instigator. But I I've love seen it. you grow. I've seen you grow into I need this it. woman. I need that. Well spark. you just you need to set those boundaries. Yeah. Point blank. Like that's just what it is. And that's what it
1: is. It's mm-hmm. establishing boundaries. It's not me being a bitch, being like motherfucker why the fuck you didn't text me for 48 hours what the fuck man (laughs) it's like um i asked you a question you can have decency to reply it's a yes or no question just ignore me for 48 hours cool cool like no i don't tolerate it anymore i don't mistake it for a spark and wondering what it means no it means he doesn't like you yeah, I was going to say.
0: That goes right into the next rule. If you just want to like take it away yeah. for us.
1: Um, so like <laughs> one rule, this was in the book, actually. I don't think they ever mentioned it in the film, but I thought I have. Yeah. So Loki, I have the book <laughs> because you know, 15 year old me was trying to figure out what men really want. <laughs> i love it me without a boyfriend at 15 years old was curious <laughs> we, i mean we knew we weren't going to
0: be able to really get nick jonas so we had to do something
1: i had to figure out a plan you know
0: a plan of how to get nick Jonas. exactly
1: <laughs> but the rule number five is the word busy is a load of crap most often used by assholes the word busy in a relationship is a mass is a weapon of mass destruction Remember, men are never too busy to get what they want. Busy is just another word for asshole. Asshole is another word for the guy you're dating. And, burn. I saw that in the book, and I was like, that, that yes. Because you're we're in quarantine. You you don't have your phone for 48 hours. You don't have your phone. You're. I see you tweeting. I see you on uh, Instagram. You don't have your phone. Oh, my Snapchat is going to go unopened for 40 hours. Like. Motherfucker, I see your snap score going up.
0: <laughs> don't be that psycho score. bitch.
1: Don't be that psycho bitch that stalks the snap map or snap no. score. I see your bitches on Twitter. I see y'all on TikTok doing that. Stop doing that. Don't do do not do that. No. Trust me, it's tempting, we, but don't do it.
0: <laughs> here's the thing though, like I okay, so my boyfriend, we are very good at communicating. Mm-hmm. We are blunt, but we <laughs> That's an
1: understatement. <laughs>
0: We are blunt with each other, and it works. It works for us. Mm -hmm. But like, so here's the thing. Like, he works swing shifts, so he's on crazy shifts, crazy hours. Half the time, like, when I'm awake, he's either asleep or, like, working. And instead of just not responding for eight hours and then being like, oh, hey, sorry, I was busy, he will, like, legitimately be like, hey, I have to go make a round at work. I will text you, like, when I can. Like, how hard is it to just be like— Hey, or like me, I'll be like, hey, I'll text you when, like, after I see these kids, like, I've got a couple back to back to back. So if I don't respond, that's why. Even me and you do Yeah, this. like, I was gonna like, say, like, when
1: I clock in at work, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be at work. So if I don't reply, that's why. Like, I literally yeah. do that with you. Like, it's not that hard and it's not weird. Like, if a guy no. says, like, that's weird, like, you're not my girlfriend, I'll check in on you. No, it's not even that. Like, I don't even do it with boyfriends. Like, I do it with my friends, my parents, because it's just decency. If we're in the middle of a conversation, Like, I don't want you thinking that, like, I am ignoring you. Like, no, like, I'm caught up doing something. I will get back with you in a second. Like, you don't have to do it. Like, if we're not talking, and it's like, oh, hey, I'm going to work, by the way. Like, no, I'm in the middle of engaging in a conversation with you. We are talking. You texted me earlier this morning. Hello. Like, you can tell me that you're, like, I'm not, just so, I'm not, like, wondering, like, what the fuck is going on, because you're not going to lie and say, like, oh, like, I was shooting a fucking TikTok or whatever, like. Okay, so you were on your phone, like you had your mm-hmm. phone with you. Mm-hmm. I asked you a yes or no question. You can give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't care. Just give me something to acknowledge yeah. that you saw me. That's just right. human or decency. Or be like,
0: or be like, hey, I don't have a second to respond to this right now. Like, or just be like, I'm about to go into work. I'll like respond when I can. Yeah. Just like. Just like something, especially if you're in the middle of a conversation and especially if you're trying to get a girl. Yeah. Or get a guy, like vice versa, or get a whoever.
1: I saw a clip, I think it was Andrew Schultz, on Whitney Cummings' podcast, Good For You, which I highly recommend, love it. And he, I love him. I think he's so funny. I saw him in New York. He's an amazing comic, one of my favorites. But his view of relationships, I fucking agree with. Like, I fully support. His whole thing is like you know, I need time to like, with his current girlfriend, he told her apparently up front, like, I need some time. Uh, but trust me, I won't waste your time. The minute I feel like I'm not into this, I will leave. Like, do not worry, because I know that you like, women got like a whole like time frame and everything like that. Like they got like, you know, a limit, especially if you want to have kids and everything. Like, he's like, the minute I'm not into it, I'll deuce, I'll peace out, and I'll let you know. And I appreciate that. And that's what the actor did with me. He was just like, I'm not feeling it. And I was like, cool, thank you for letting me know that so you're not wasting my time, unlike, you know, the doctor did. Right, yeah. (laughs) But, like, Andrew Schultz's whole thing, like, he was saying um, on Whitney Cummings' podcast, like, his girl, like, does not tolerate, like, distance or, like, just being ignored or anything like that. He's like, and I fucking respect that. Like, she texted me a question one day, I didn't reply, and so she did the tap-back thing with the exclamation parts. Like, motherfucker, like, answer my damn question. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I am so.
0: <laughs> I just send more question marks. It's
1: like, hello. Mm hmm. Hello. It's
0: not even a, like a. <gasps> because part of me. It's a, a, literally a question mark. Like, hello, I know you saw that.
1: Well, like, part of me, like, sometimes wants to do that. Like, I. Because I can do that. I can do that. I'm so sassy. I can't even. I
0: can't even say I'm not. Like, I'm so sassy. <laughs> You're Once you get such to know me, I am so
1: sassy. You're such an Aries. You got Scorpio <laughs> in you, too. We just did your birth chart. You got Scorpio up in there. Like, you was sassy. <laughs> sassy, sass. Anyways. Um, but like at the same time, I'm like, part of me doesn't want to say anything because I just want to see how long you're going to fucking take. And then I'm going to call you back. Oh, so now, oh, so 48 hours later I exist. Oh, okay. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So it's on your time only. Okay, cool, cool. So I, yeah. my time doesn't matter. Okay, cool.
0: I think for me, I've had to learn how to respect the, I'm about to go to work kind of text though. Cause like. Old me would have been like, oh, well, like, you can still text me. But new me is like, okay, like, you're actually working. Especially, I think Mm -hmm. having a full-time job has really made me realize that. Mm -hmm. Like, because before I would still get, like, irritated or I would send multiple, multiple texts. And then now I'm like, okay, like, they're actually busy like they've let me know now it's my turn to respect that um yeah. so that's something I've had to learn I but guess with
1: me and you I've never done this with a guy but I think with me and you whenever I text you like hey I'm about to go into work you'll still like send me 5,000 texts and I'll just like when I get off work I'll reply to all of them and I'm sure you did right. with your boyfriend like you'll like yeah it's just like oh I thought of this so I'm just gonna text it to you and you don't feel weird I mentioned that to you the other day because you called your boyfriend out on something and I was like how do you do that <laughs> I was like, you just do it. I would be terrified. <laughs> you like got sassy with him. You like called him out on his bullshit, and I was like, I've never
0: done that. Yeah, it's it's a great feeling, um, but also just like, hey, I'm going to let you know now because if I don't let you know now, I'm going to be mad at you. Fair enough. And I don't want to do that. I would rather just go ahead and, while it's fresh, <laughs> let Fair you
1: enough. know. Well, see, like, so, and I'm trying to weigh between the two. I know me when I get news. The- at the start i can be very impulsive and very reactive and a lot more emotional i than i would be if i was to take some time away from it and be like oh that's not like a fucking big deal at all because right that's yeah. words that my therapist has told me she's like you should probably write out your thoughts first and then like put it like in the notes app and then come back to it like an hour later and see if you sound ridiculous <laughs> that's actually not a
0: bad idea to be completely honest <laughs>
1: because i did that once and i was like oh i sound stupid and it wasn't even to a boy like it was to like a friend like a friend said something that pissed me off and i was like oh, I'm going to go off on her and everything like that. And then I was like, I sound like such a bitch. Let me rephrase this really quickly. So I don't sound so much like a Leo. Um Yeah. <laughs> so I think that that's a good way. But like if a guy tells you like he was busy, especially like right now during quarantine, like don't know. Do not. No, 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 no. Do not believe that. And
0: especially if it's for like 48 hours. Like,
1: it's a like that's a long time. A whole day. 12 hours, a whole day, I don't care. Like, especially if you know he is not an essential worker. Like, if he's not working, if he, now granted, like, I get it, like, if he's like studying or something like that, but we are such millennials, though.
0: Just be like, I'm gonna study for a little bit. Yeah. Just like that, that like reason behind why you're not responding, it's, I kind of feel like what most people crave in that relationship. It's like, as long as you're going to let me know kind of, like, what's going on, then mm-hmm. I'm fine with you not responding to me for a couple hours because, like, sometimes I don't want to be on my phone and I need time to, like, not, like, for myself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get that. It's just that communication piece is yeah. what is really important. And someone
1: it. like me who has codependency issues, I start dissecting what the fuck did I do to deserve this silence. I dated somebody who basically said, like, like he he didn't text me for like a whole week as a form of punishment because he didn't like what I said, and so yeah. when you get into the, like a lot of girls tend to ignore things like that, and it's like no like that's that's bullshit. And so if you have to communicate with that with the person you're dating, that should be okay. And they should understand that and that they don't and they still like, well, I'm not going to fucking text you like that. I'm not going to tell you like when I'm busy. Like you're not, I'm not dating you. Or we're not in a relationship. Like I'm just talking to you. One, the talking phase is bullshit. In my opinion, you're dating. You're having fun dating around like. Yeah, I agree. Talking is not a thing. You talk for a week. Dating
0: and then a relationship. Yeah. I don't like the talking you thing You talk either. for like a day or two. I think and it's then weird. You're,
1: You talk for a day or two and then you decide, oh, hey, I'm going to be interested in this person and see them. Like, y- y- you were dating. <laughs> but like, no, it's just I would do it with anybody else I was talking to. Speaking of talking, I'm going to do the next rule as well, too, because I'm just on this rant right now. You're on a roll. I love it. Rule number six. If he talks to you through social media, it's not a valid form of communication. If I meet another man that asks me for my Snapchat and the sati wants to message me through the messages on Snapchat instead of texting me, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm yeeting the fuck out of that because I'm sick and tired of that. So I kind of tweaked this rule a little bit because, like we said, this film is hella dated and they talk about Myspace. <laughs> like yeah we MySpace. don't have that no more myspace messaging they talk about like video chat which I mean is super relevant today this I do, is true I do love a good FaceTime I love like the actor did that with me all the time he would FaceTime me just randomly like while he was like doing like his like vocal practices or monologue practices or whatever And I, I, I love that I'm not gonna lie that FaceTime dates are now gonna be a thing that I implement into my future relationships after quarantine agreed you, however, date somebody who has
0: Android. Minus, <laughs> minus FaceTime. I still haven't figured it out. We still haven't done any video dates. It's fine. It's fine. You I date don't, somebody with I'm, an Android. I'm kind of over it. Like, I have my video calls with you and my video calls with my clients, and I'm like, okay, I'd rather just come to your house. I'll <laughs> see you later. <laughs>
1: Especially when you live alone. It's totally fine. But yeah. So this one we tweaked a little bit because Drew Barrymore's character meets a dude through MySpace, and I am... And all of that. And so if that doesn't make you feel old, like it did us, I don't know what does. The point the film is making, though, it still reigns true. Stop letting boys who only use Snapchat as a form of communication break your hearts. Because here's the thing: the reason they do it is because they you can't you can't hold receipts one they know if you got receipts because they can see you screenshotted it and then two the message disappear after you open it even if you had the little thing on where the messages never disappear after 24 hours they disappear i did that i checked
0: that's a very valid point
1: it's stupid just fucking text me like a normal ass human being like i don't want to i'm not going to look at your half ass face pictures of you talking to me through snapchat of like you just sitting on your bed like deuces up like just your eyes and your forehead and you'll like nasty ass wall with one singular band poster on it and you'll like hand weights in the corner like bitch i don't fucking care wash your damn sheets and text me like a normal fucking human being that's all i gotta say wow (laughs) classic heated i'm like i literally have debated deleting snapchat because of this i still have motherfuckers hit me up in my instagram dms and when they have my dumbass number You have my number. Just text me. Stop sliding my DMs when I post an Instagram story and text me. It's not that hard.
0: It's really not. It's very, very easy.
1: I turn my Instagram notifications off for that reason. So I don't see when you message me on DMs and you're like, why isn't she messaging me back? Is it a spark? Nah, bitch. It's because I want decent human respect and I want you to text me. It's not hard. It's not weird. I promise you.
0: So I think this is an important rule in my opinion. So rule seven, if he cheats with you, he will cheat
1: on you. So like recap real quick for Hannah. So in the film like Scar jo falls for Brad Coop, who is married to Jen Conn, but Scar jo is dating Kevin Conn. I feel really bad for the cons.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that that got real
0: confusing, but yes,
1: I follow. Yeah. Also Jennifer Connolly and Kevin Connolly, same last name, completely not related. Thought it was interesting. Anyways this is interesting. Scarlett Johansson isn't seriously dating kevin Connolly, so it's fine like she's just dating around like she's not cheating on him but she goes after bradley cooper who is full ass married to jennifer Connolly. yet she thinks he's her soulmate sweetie if he's married he's not your soulmate that part of the movie just got me
0: so ill It's
1: not, just like because it's not like she doesn't know like he full ass says i have a wife and he's like she's like oh my god he's gonna leave his this. wife for he's me. like
0: i don't do this
1: she plus tells Drew Barrymore, "Oh my God, he's gonna leave his wife for me, sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. He's not. He's not. He's never gonna leave his wife for you. I don't care." And that's another thing too. One, if Bradley Cooper can't leave his dumbass wife for Scarlett fucking Johansson, one of the most beautiful women in the world, he ain't leaving. He ain't leaving yo, that girl for you. Like he no, no. I don't care if they married. If they just dating. Just because there's a goalie, you don't have to score. Like, we ain't asking you to try and score. Like, just, just give up. Just give up. The other person's on a diet. They, they don't need to be looking at the menu. Like, just, no. The minute he says that he's in a relationship, just leave. Don't be that Bounce. Don't, don't be that person. Don't be that person. You really want to ruin a marriage or a relationship? You want that on your conscience? Trust me. I have had, ironically, two... Which is weird that it's happened twice. If I had a nickel for every time, honestly, (laughs) I've had two guys try to cheat on their girlfriends with me. And it's weird. It's weird. And I'm just like, what did you think I was going to say? Like, I know you got a girlfriend. It's one thing if they don't, like, if you have no idea that they had a girlfriend or a wife and they're keeping that 100% hidden. But if you know,
0: just, just. Yeah. And if he's going to do that with you. When he's in the relationship with the other person, how do you know he's not going to turn around and do that when he's in a relationship with you with another girl?
1: That's the one thing I always think about. It's just like you already are starting off this relationship on an uneven foundation. And there's, no, there's not much trust established. I don't, don't see how you can build something off of that that would last a long time. <laughs> Men really ain't shit. Like you cheat on Beyonce, you really ain't shit. That's all I got to say. Isn't there a song that's like, these boys ain't shit or something? Something like that. It's on TikTok. It's not it is? It's, on, it's a TikTok song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but to go off of that, you can't, like rule number eight is you can't force someone to be with you either. So Scarlett Johansson's character, like we said, is really into Bradley Cooper's character and he's married. So instead she, alternative, alternatively later on, she tries to make it work with Kevin Connolly's character, but you can tell that she's not that into him. And ultimately, she realizes that this isn't a thing she can do and she breaks it off. This is still great advice today, I think, because being with someone just because you think you should, is bad for the both of you. It's not fair. It's dishonest. And you're preventing you and this partner from finding a better relationship down the road just because it's convenient, just because you don't want to be alone, anything like that. Trust me, been there, done that. Neither one of you are happy in it. And I think if I was on the other end and I found out the person was just dating me because they were bored like i would be like super offended it's like i don't need your pity like i'm fine like i just just bye
0: rule number nine is stop throwing yourself at guys who show you the littlest bit of interest emily i
1: don't know what you're talking about
0: (laughs) but in the Movie, Jennifer Goodwin's character is trying to marry any dude that just looks at her. It's actually very cringy. Um, oh watching it back, her whole character is just cringe. I'm,
1: desperate. Um, I'm not desperate. I want to clarify that. I am no, not desperate. You're not, you're not, you're not. I just like attention.
0: <laughs> but Justin Long's character tells her that she's not being good to herself. His advice is actually really solid: to love yourself first and stop worrying about everyone else and to just be happy where you're at. And I think that's really important advice for everyone, especially in these times to like really, really focus on loving yourself and stop putting everyone else first and put yourself first for a freaking minute.
1: Yeah. Especially in quarantine. But like there is one moment I think is the cringiest moment of the entire film. And we were talking about this before we recorded when Justin Long's character throws a party at his house, for one, he invites her over to this party, and she thinks like, "Oh my god, he's into me." Just because he has a party and invites you, just because he calls you when he's with another girl, just because a man gives you attention, does not mean he likes you. And I, I know I'm talking to the choir again, but, like, but like, it's so true. I t- it's so true. I, unlike her character, I can tell when a man's into me and when he's not into me. But like. Men are simple creatures. They mean if they invite you to parties because they want you to come to the party that there's no hidden ulterior motives like women are like, yes. Have I thrown a party just to get a man to come over to my apartment once? Yeah. I threw a whole ass party just because I wanted this one boy to come. That is dedication, Emily. (laughs) Dedication. (laughs) Did it work? Yes. But, like, a guy, a guy would never do that. A guy would never go through that much thought just to get a girl over. If he wanted to get a girl over, he'd just invite the girl fucking over.
0: Exactly. They're, very, they're, they're actually very simple.
1: They're so small-minded. They're not as complex creatures as we give them credit for.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're trying to make them into this complex thing that they're they just aren't. not. <laughs> they
1: are. But th- this part in the film, she stays super late, while he's playing video games with this other beautiful woman. And, like, she cleans up his whole ass apartment. One, i am never cleaning a boy's apartment for him. And then she, like, throws herself on him. And he's like, if I, if I wanted to be with you, I would ask you out. Like, that's what I keep saying. And so, like, just because he does these things and you think that they mean something, they, they don't. But there is one solid advice that I do think that she gives in this film, and it's at the same moment, because she says, I may, something along the lines of, like, I may go on lots of dates, I may throw myself at guys and act like a complete idiot, but at least I'm still trying. And I will say, it's important not to let rejection make you jaded. I think with Alex Long's character, what they were trying to do is make him seem, like, jaded, a little, or Justin Long, whatever his name is. I think his character's name is Alex. But, yeah, I think it is, too. I think like, you're right. They, like, make him, like, sort of jaded with relationships and everything like that. And I definitely think I, for as much rejection as, I've always been dumped. I've only dumped one dude. And I told Hannah before this, I was like, I really want to date somebody just so I can dump them. (laughs) That's so toxic, I know. But, like, I want to know what it's like. What's it like to have that power? But It's not fun. For as many times as I have been dumped, I have for a while for a while i was jaded but then i i never stopped dating i never stopped thinking that i would never fall in love or that i would never find the person i'm supposed to be with or i would never get married like i always thought that was still a possibility for me it just was like okay like wrong direction what's the next one i'm just tired of like telling my mom about all these boys (laughs) i like wrote a detailed list oh my
0: gosh Y'all, this bitch has an Excel document of all of the men she's ever dated with their <laughs> with their freaking horoscope birth signs, whatever, their hair color, their freaking eye
1: okay. color. Granted, the eye color, I'm still friends with a lot of them on Facebook, so I looked them up on Facebook and tried to guess. And if I didn't know, I put brown. <laughs> The detail. I was just like, what's the common denominator? Like, one brown hair and white guys. I <laughs> dated two black guys and two Latino men. That's it. The rest are all white. But, like, they all have beards and they all have brown hair. So, and they're all artists, majority. But, like, that's all I came up with. So, like, if I can date that many men and be fine and not jaded i think you you gals can too that's what i'm trying to get at here
0: rule number 10 if he's been with you for years and he hasn't put a ring on it he never will so in the film ben affleck's character says that he doesn't want to get married and jennifer aniston wants to get married so seven years into their relationship they find this out and first off jennifer aniston is hot and how dare anyone not want to be with her i'm looking at you brad (laughs) But seriously, why was the idea of marriage not discussed at the start of the relationship? He doesn't want to be married. It's very obvious. So why would she settle for that or think he would change? That's not something people can just be swayed upon. So in the movie, she decides to break it off with a full-on ultimatum, which is definitely not warranted. But he caves in in the end anyways. Dude, just go to therapy.
1: Yeah. I think like with this, like one... The idea, of the expectation that a man would cave on this, just anybody in general would cave on this, is something that like the film industry definitely had its say on because I don't think the book would say that. I mean, he caves because he knows he loves her, and this is what she ultimately wants. But she does go back to him first and say like, "I don't need that."
0: And yeah, I feel like they both kind of like compromised in a sense yeah. to kind of to kind of. Exp- not expose, um, like show their love for yeah. each other. I do, and that they're willing to.
1: I think marriage and children are two things that people don't usually cave or get swayed upon. Easily. Yeah, for sure. And I do know some guys who really never want to be married, and I've never. I mean, they've been in long term relationships, and like they've told the girl straight up, like, I don't really want to be married. Most of them came from like a super like fucked up childhood like where their parents got divorced or something like that so they don't really have a good outlook on love but then like i know some guys who also went through that and they still want to be married they have commitment issues i dated them but they still want to be married uh so that's something like you you gotta discuss like before you get serious like seven years into your relationship and you're having this conversation that's too late like you should go to therapy and a marriage counselor or like a relationship counselor can help you get over that and solve those problems for you that's what i think
0: but it's like she knew that he didn't – I think she – I yeah. think the point of it was like she knew and she thought he was going to change. And then when um, Gigi like brings all these rules to her attention, like you can almost see her like cry in the movie. Yeah. And so – because she's realizing like, oh, he's never going to marry me. Like he yeah. doesn't want that. And And I think deep down I think a lot of girls think that they can change men in relationships and like – that doesn't happen. Like they have to be the ones to either change or they are who they are, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, again, preaching into the choir here. You can't <laughs> change people no matter how hard you try. Why would you want to fix somebody? Um, I mean, if you have codependency issues like I do, I completely understand and I can rationalize with you every single day and night. It's gotten to the point where you have to learn to accept that you fixing people. It's not, it gets to the point where I think it's not fun anymore. And I mean, not that it ever really was fun, but it comes from a place of self-love. When you start to really love yourself more, you stop wanting to fix other people because that's the whole reason that like, especially someone like me who has codependency issues, like I started fixing people because it meant less time I had to spend on myself and my own problems and fixing myself. I could put my attention on somebody else. And like, I realized after so many times that wasn't really how working, um, so I started dating somebody who was healthy, and the breakup was healthy. Like it was just like, oh hey, like he realized, oh hey, like I don't think I'm ready for this. And I do like, I waste respect your time. you
0: enough to not waste your time. Like I respect you enough to tell you this yeah. when I've realized it.
1: Yeah, and I think like somebody because somebody can start dating you and not realize and like think that they're ready for that kind of thing. And then realize halfway through, like, oh, wait, like, I'm still hung up on my ex. Or, like, oh, wait, like, I don't really have the time for this. Or, wait, you're moving. I don't know if I can do a long-term distant relationship. I didn't know that at the beginning of this. No matter what it is, like, you can be dating somebody and then fall just simply lose feelings. Like, it just happens. Mm -hmm. You just wake up overnight and you're just like, hmm, I just don't, I'm just not feeling this anymore. No matter what it is, people have the right to do that, I think. I think, like, her giving him an ultimatum, like, if you don't propose to me, I'm going to leave. Like, that's heavy. Yeah, that's not fair. Because that's a huge decision. It's not like, if you don't call me your girlfriend, I'll leave. Because that's, like, super easy to do. But, like, a ring, marriage, like, that's a huge commitment. Um, So those are, like, things I just think people don't usually, you know, compromise on as as much as, like, a relationship relationship title in general.
0: I think in this generation, people are waiting longer to get married. Mm -hmm. And I think that is why sometimes people might have those like, like commitment things because, you know, people aren't getting married like right out of college. Mm -hmm. Like they were back, you know, when our parents were young Mm -hmm. and they were having kids by the time like they're 26, 27 Mm -hmm. and like people are really, you know, trying to find that person and people don't want to settle. And, yeah. I f- and I feel like that's kind of why people are a little bit more picky mm-hmm. and why people, for her, like they were in the relationship for seven years. Like at that point I would have yeeted. Like, cause yeah. I would have yeeted the minute he said that he didn't want to be married because like, I want to be married one yeah. day. And so that's like, like you said, like that's a conversation you need to have. But I just think that some, that, you know, people are taking their time a little bit more and, really trying to find that person, mm-hmm. which is a good thing, I think, mm-hmm. because it's it's allowing you to kind of date more people and see, you know, okay, this this relationship, I like, you know, the first three months I was really in love with this person and I could really see this person. And then the deeper we got, the more we you know weren't really vibing mm. and then I mean I'm not saying that you should just like I would definitely date say, with no plan yeah I but would like, say like
1: after three months if you don't know that you want to be my boyfriend um I'm done
0: yeah point but like. like what I'm saying is like that three month mark like if you're not vibing at that point then that's when you need to be like hey like this is not working for me
1: yeah um, and you should know by then you should know if you like this person or if you just like their attention you should know that's where i kind of lead into like the last rule we have i wanted to end on 10 but like we got 11 it's fine (laughs) but believe that this sounds harsh believe that you're always the rule and you won't get hurt it's tough love time so the rule is if a guy doesn't call you he doesn't want to call you always Every girl knows a girl that knows a girl that knows where he didn't call or whatever. And then suddenly they fell in love and got married. I know for a fact, like with me, like when I was dating the doctor and like we didn't have a label on our relationship like four months in, it's like, oh, well, I know like me and my boyfriend, like we didn't like put a label on it till like six months later. And it's like, you're the exception, not the rule. I have learned (laughs) that Hannah, Hannah is the rare exception here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> meanwhile, Emily over here, me, I'm the rule. Okay. I'm very much the rule. <laughs> Hannah and her ex broke up. And then like years later, he came back and now they're in love and they're all happy and disgusting. And you, meanwhile, me, <laughs> i never had an ex come back. Probably won't ever. I don't know. But like, I've accepted it. I've accepted that I am a foster home for long lost fuck boys. And I, after me, they find their forever home, AKA a wife. And it's fine. It's fine. I've accepted a it. Forever home. I I've I accepted that I am a foster home for fuckboys. It's fine. But, <laughs> but I think when you get when you don't believe that, like oh my god, like he'll change for me, or like you know, you set yourself up for a lot less heartbreak when you just think that you are just like because yes. I'm not saying that every person like out there is not amazing. Their own, They're not unique and um, like their own little person. But like, just because you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that this was different for, doesn't mean it's going to happen to you. And if you think that that's the case, then you're going to only set yourself up for heartbreak. And when right. you start to just accept that, like, no, this is just another basic ass white boy who's treating me like shit. <laughs> like, and he's not going to change. Or he just change. isn't
0: for you. Like, yeah. they're just not for you. Or yeah. they're not vibing with you. Or you guys don't, like, connect in that way. Or they don't like you as much as you like them. Like, that's kind of what what, I, what I've what i noticed is that, like, if they're not into you, then, like, they're going to show you through their actions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we talked about the, at the beginning of this, like, w- with the ending on the film, how it's mm-hmm. so drastically, like, Hollywood constructed. Because the guy, like who keeps saying that the entire fucking film ends up with the girl and says, you're my exception. It's like, bro, you just negated the entire fucking film. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> it's a headache. And it's just like, you will find the person that deems you their exception. But yeah. don't go out thinking that you are the exception to every fucking person you meet on the street. Because you're not. You're not. I hate to be yeah. that person. But you, unless you look like Emily Ratajkowski. So after all of this... The question that I was left wondering is then why do so many m- women make excuses? Like, why do we excuse so much of this shitty behavior and still think that, like, oh, he's so into you? But still, like, we do that all the time. And I think it's hard for a lot of women to accept that not all abuse is physical. You don't have to be beaten every day for your relationship to be abusive. We always say manipulation, gaslighting, control, these are all abusive tendencies and it can make a lot of women's perception of love altered, especially if her first relationship was of this nature like mine was where I was manipulated and controlled and gaslit and all this stuff, and then I was in a relationship last year that was the exact same, your idea of what love is is completely altered, and, pers- and you think that, oh, because he's mean to me, then therefore, because he treats me like shit, because he ignores me, because he does all these things, that means he loves me. No. No. No, 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 no. And it takes a lot of work to unwire that. And it takes a lot of therapy too, I will say that. Um, It can get to the point where these people get inside your head and make you believe that you are unlovable and being told to just leave these relationships isn't always the best place to start. It's about recognizing your worth, identifying what love truly means to you and recognizing that if you aren't receiving that type of love, that you are better than that relationship and you deserve better yes
0: i agree with all of that definitely especially the like finding your healthy like your yin to your yang <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i mean it took it took you and your boyfriend years to get to that point mm-hmm. because i think yeah when first we met- were
0: both we, we were all in different like areas of our life at different times and you know like it we weren't ready you know yeah. we were never ready for each other and so um yeah it took us a long time. And out of the blue, which like like Emily said, I guess I'm the exception here. Um, but you were both because because
1: by the time y'all met exactly. again. exactly, when y'all and first- I had
0: let and I had let go of him completely. Yeah. Like I in my mind, in my like emotionally, mentally, like we were not a thing. You
1: stopped looking for him.
0: I yeah I I did, and um, but we were both in a healthy place, and I think that's why we've. Been as mature in our relationship. Like, this is definitely the most mature adult relationship I've ever been a part of. So, one of the authors of the book points out how hard it is to implement the book's teaching into your life, and we think it hits it head on. Love is something most of us want very badly in our lives, sometimes more than we even want to admit. And when we get close to getting it, we are reminded of how great it feels to have it, even if it's for a moment, even if it's just a whiff of it. We may forget everything we believe in. The minute you start feeling those familiar pangs of sadness and longing and obsessing, please pull the plug. If you take nothing away from this book, please remember that nothing is worse than longing for someone who doesn't want you. Even loneliness is better because with loneliness, you at least have hope and possibility and imagination. But being in a situation where you start to feel hurt and small and rejected, even though it may be a nice little break from the tedium of no dates and no stories to tell your friends will rob you of your newfound confidence and self-esteem. And nothing is really worth that.
1: That is something that I thought was really poignant because it's something that I've had to realize because I often said like, oh, I have to go on these dates. So I have stories for the podcast (laughs) since I'm the single one here stop doing that but like that was the whole point of this podcast was like oh we have one person who's in a relationship one person that's single let's see what advice we can give
0: but also the podcast is going to grow with us so as we grow into our relationships and our futures like we're going to have new advice to give on different kinds of topics so don't go
1: on dates just for the podcast okay i'm also a comedian i need stories (laughs) Y'all, we're going to get tied as the same doctor, actor, person. (laughs) We need at least like two more, okay? We need two more more characters, it's fine. We need two more supporting characters, and then we'll be good. I got you, I got you, I got you, got you. So the thing I think to keep in mind is how you're feeling. We talk about this a lot in our When He Won't Commit episode, and all the advice in that episode still reigns true, I think. Rom-com set up this ideal of what love should be, and that what clouds our judgment into thinking... We are the exception. So the girl always getting the guy at the end and everything working out. It makes people think, oh well, he'll come back. Or like he that that's the spark. Like him ignoring me. It's not. Like it's it's scripted for a reason. It is it is a formula. When you are creating a rom com, there are formula there's a formula to it. There are literally points that you have to hit that a producer will tell you this needs to be in the script because we're making a rom-com he has to end up with the, the the guy and the girl have to end up in the end there has to be a couple there has to be a happy ending i literally was told this from so many producers for example you can have a toxic character like Carrie and big which we want to get into with like a part two if we were to do it. if you guys love this yeah with for sure the sex and the city and Carrie and big it's such a that's not a good relationship it's super toxic mm-hmm. that's not what love looks like at all and the only reason it's like that is because carrie's character is flawed, and she has to be in order for them to have a series like yep, because they it has is a story engine. you have to keep it going, and ultimately they get together because that's what everybody inevitably wants and so when you realize that like Holly was feeding you this idea because it's what sells tickets it's a formula in order to make sure that their audience is pleased. You know you're seeing a rom-com, so I have to see this happen in order for me to give it good reviews and to buy tickets. That's the only reason. And it's not a reflection of true love. So I think our survival tip for this week just rounds up with, if he wanted to, he would. If you're confused, he ain't into you. And just keep repeating that in your head. Like, trust me, if I could have a background, I will make up. you know what, I'll do that for the Gal Scouts. I will make a phone background. Make us one. I will make a yes. phone background that says, if he wanted to, he would. And I'll do it for all the, I'll do it for like she and they as well too. So like everybody can have it. But like, that's what I'm gonna do for you guys because it's so true. And it's just yes. a daily reminder. Just chant it in your head. If he wanted to, he would. Just chant it in your head. Look in the mirror. Just Say it to yourself and you'll start to believe it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And so that does it for today's episode
0: of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod.
1: Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gals Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us
0: up on our website, TheGalsGuidePod.com, and our personal social medias, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out.
1: So, thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. <laughs>